2008, Domino's Pizza stock was hitting an all-time low of $3 a share. Sales and revenues of this 48-year-old company were going south and gave no sign of stopping their losses. This tale will have particular meaning to first-unit startups and small to medium-sized chains in the fast-casual sector. This is Restaurant Rick with a story of how Domino's went from a failing pizza delivery company to a stunning turnaround. You may be wondering why we need to hear about the troubles of a huge chain. I've found that we can often get ideas from the mega chains. Some of the lessons might come from their screw-ups, but others may inspire you to study a winner and even add a little of your own secret sauce. The big boys have size. They can often get bloated and stodgy as the years go by. You, on the other hand, have the advantage of being able to create an idea, make a decision, and put it into action right away. In the mid-2010s, Domino's knew they had to stop their customer losses and create a new strategy. First thing they did was ask their stakeholders for clues. When they surveyed frequent customers, their own franchisees, staff, suppliers, and people who hadn't tried their pizza for years, they got an earful. Some of the more brutal phrases were, Your crust tastes like cardboard, and That red sauce tastes like ketchup. This feedback told Domino's they had to take action. Question was, what action? Over two years, they tested dozens of baking recipes, cheeses, 15 sauces, and nearly 50 crust seasoning blends. They bought a heavy schedule of TV ads on the main networks during sports events, award shows, and cable, all in prime time. The ads told the hard truth, complete with the criticism. Domino's CEO, Patrick Doyle, voiced the ads. He said they had listened, learned, and changed their recipes to create new, tasty meals. Then he invited viewers to try a special offer. Two medium pizzas with two toppings for $5.99 each, with a guarantee. If you're not completely satisfied with your Domino's Pizza experience, we will make it right or refund your money. Wow! Talk about putting it all out there. This was courageous. Some said it was a crazy idea. It was definitely uncharted territory. Morning shows did taste tests. People were talking about it, and they started calling in orders. Sales took off. People liked the new crust. They loved the new sauce. After seeing how the honest, self-deprecating humor worked for their tasteless, cardboard pizza, the executive team discussed other similar campaigns. I said there were two key elements of the recovery plan, so here's the second one. Domino's began a complete makeover of the corporate structure, committing 50% of corporate personnel to the analytics and marketing pillars of their operations. I'll have more, lots more, on that part of the strategy with Chapter 2 of the Domino's story in next week's episode. But for now, I'd like to share more details on what went into the decision to change the pizza quality side of a 50-year legacy. The great fortune was that in Patrick Doyle, Domino's had found the perfect person to speak for the company. Doyle had to convince the founding owners, shareholders, and his team that in spite of the risks they were taking, this was the best way out of the mess. Doyle had appointed a new chief marketing officer. Russell Weiner was just as eager to take on this bold strategy. He put it this way, The fact is that we love our pizza, but as times change, so do customer tastes. 
We've created a pizza to reflect what customers are looking for. A new pizza, reinvented from the crust up. The entire company was involved in this, from our CEO to our franchisees, from our supply chain division to our supply partners, from our product development team to our marketing team. Everyone was involved. They decided that the photos they should use for marketing needed to reflect the actual product rather than the stylized glam food shots created by professionals. Domino's made a TV spot showing what really happens in a typical professional photo shoot, then promised to use only photos that its employees had actually taken in their own restaurant for the real-world assembly of a meal. Let's call that truth in advertising. I love the passion, guts, and drive of these guys. When you hear or read about the way they challenge themselves, you can't help but pull for them. I'll have more on that next week when we examine the marketing, software, and analytics side of the strategy. Here are today's three takeaways. One, when the evidence shows that the accepted ways no longer work, put that evidence under a microscope and create a new way. Drastic situations call for bold actions. Two, seek input from your team, customers, business partners, and your own objective self for the hard truth on customer visit loss. Make your contributors part of the solutions. And three, be honest with those sounding boards about the problems and what you intend to do about them. It was fun to give you chapter one of Domino's risky bet that paid off. Next week, I'll describe the other half, the meticulous behind the scenes work that nailed down the digitization, analytics, and action. Thank you for listening. In the meantime, Imagine what would have happened if you'd bought 1,000 shares of that $3 domino stock in 2008. The answer is in episode 22, next week. <laughs>